Amen. In the name of the Lord. God bless you. We're on the air. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Truly welcome again to the Prayer, Praise, and Deliverance broadcast. Amen. With your boy, Elder Thurman Gorman, Jr. We are grateful to be here this morning. Amen. And as we always say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. We're glad to be here this morning. We're glad that the Lord has brought us through another week. The Lord has kept us. The Lord has kept us in our right minds, and for this we give God the praise this morning. We thank him for all that the Lord is doing and continues to do in our lives. Amen. We have a wonderful broadcast this morning that we want to share with you. Amen. In the word of God. Amen. Truly the Lord is speaking. Amen. In a mighty way. Amen. And the Lord is doing great things. As the psalmist says, whereof we are glad. We are glad that the blessings of the Lord are upon us. They're upon his people and in the midst of all the chaos and confusion in this life, God is still working. He's still moving. He's still having his way. His word is being fulfilled. His power is being seen. And God is blessing his people. So, amen. We are glad to be here this morning. We are glad to be the recipients of God's grace. Amen. We're going to begin our broadcast with prayer. Amen. Bow your heads and pray with us if you can. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, for Lord God, for this opportunity that you blessed us to wake up this morning. Lord, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you for the activity of our limbs, and we thank you for the blood that is yet running warm in our veins. Lord, we thank you for our beards not being our cooling boards this morning. And for this, we say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you, for God, for a morning of new mercies and abundant grace. Lord God, that only you can provide for us today. So, Lord, as we come to speak a word for you this morning, we're asking, God, that you would touch someone this morning, that you would heal someone this morning, that you would deliver someone this morning, that you would set somebody free through the preaching and the teaching of your word. Lord God, your word says, the entrance of your word giveth light. And Lord, give us light today. Speak to our hearts and bless us today. We ask, Lord God, that you would, Lord, bless, Lord God, those that are convalescing, oh Lord, those behind prison walls, and Lord, those that are in difficulties. Oh God, we ask that you would bless them now, those that have the loss of loved ones, so much violence, oh God, so much murdering and killing and chaos and confusion that is going on in our society, in our neighborhoods, in the government and all upon this world. But your word has already forewarned us that these things would come. So we ask that you would fix our hearts, fix our minds, and help us, God, to accept what you allow and to praise you through the process, Lord. We ask that you would deliver on every front. We ask, that, Lord God, that you would bless the word, Lord God. Let the word come forth with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, if you do these things for us, we will be so ever careful to give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. We ask these and all blessings in Jesus' name. And let everyone say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. We know, we know that by the word of God, amen, he is speaking, amen, and he is moving in a mighty way on our behalf. Amen. We have a wonderful, amen, scripture we would like to share with you on this morning. 
amen, hallelujah, out of the word of God, amen, it's, uh, it just blessed my soul when I, amen, came across it this week and the Lord blessed and deposited it into our spirits, amen, to share on the broadcast today, amen, again, this is, amen, the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and we will be glad and if people are going through so much, amen, so much, amen, chaos and confusion is going on, amen, but yet in the midst of it all, Amen. God is blessing. Amen. I can see the hand of God. Amen. Moving in a mighty way. Amen. We're going to we're going to ask that you and solicit your prayers for Amen our broadcast and for the ministry. Amen. God is opening some doors for us. Amen. And we want to ask for your continued prayer. Amen. For Amen the broadcast and for Amen other areas where God is moving. Amen in our ministry amen we have an opportunity amen on each saturday to amen minister the word of god amen in amen uh howard university amen the lord has amen given us a space there amen pray for that mission that god will save amen young people bring them in amen deliver and set them free amen he's for this hour there to deliver the word of god and to pray with people people are going through a whole lot Amen. People are going through a lot of situations. They have a lot of problems. Amen. And some of the things, amen, will overwhelm you if you and yourself think that you're able to fix it. Amen. But through the word of God and through leading people to Jesus Christ, amen, it is blessing us to be able to, amen, offer, amen, hallelujah, some, some relief and some, amen, something that will build their faith, amen, and help them to acknowledge God and pray. Amen. And you know that if we pray, amen, God will hear and answer our prayers. Amen. Pray for, amen, these young people that they'll come to Christ. Amen. Be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and, amen, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Also, amen, we are, amen, seeking the Lord for, amen, another opportunity, amen, to do, amen, street ministry, amen, and to visit other Amen. Uh, medical facilities and prisons. Amen. So that we can share the word of God. Amen. As I say, and I, I will always say, as long as there's a sinner walking the street, we have a job to do. Amen. So we are seeking to, amen, make an impact in our neighborhoods and our communities. Amen. Pray that the Lord's blessings will be, be upon us. So we ask that you would do that for us. Amen. That you would pray with us. Prayer is a powerful weapon. Amen. That will do what nothing else can do. Amen. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, amen, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Amen. The word of God said he will hear from heaven. He will forgive our sin and he will heal our land. I believe in prayer. I believe that prayer works. Amen. I believe if we work and pray, God will show himself on our behalf. Amen. So please continue to pray much for, amen, the move of God and for what God is continuing to do. We are, amen, also, amen, uh, amen, working and organizing, amen. We want to, amen, amen, begin a mission very soon, amen. We, amen, want to, amen, solicit your prayers for that, amen, hallelujah. So, amen, we have a few things going on and we want to acknowledge God and we want to ask that you would pray with us and pray for us that, Amen. God's will will be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. At this time, amen, we're going to go into the word of God. Amen. We want to take a few moments with you. Amen. And we want to begin, 
to, amen, draw your attention to, amen, the 126th division of Psalms. Amen. Here God is going to speak to us, amen, from the Psalms. Amen. That blesses us. Amen. That speaks to our hearts. Amen. It's a very familiar psalm. If, amen, you're a person that digs into the psalms, I believe that through these songs, amen, these songs of decree, these songs of David, songs of Moses, songs of the sons of Ahab, Asaph, amen, those who worshiped in the temple, they, amen, in their worship and through, through their daily experience of everyday life, amen, they, God inspired to them to write songs, amen, songs of deliverance, amen, songs, amen, of decrees, amen, songs to bring praise to God, amen, I, amen. I know that trials and tests are, amen, they're unpleasurable sometimes, amen. The Bible says, amen, there have no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. Amen. But I don't want to leave off the last part of that scripture. It says, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. Amen. I'm here to tell you that sometimes you have to sing your way through, praise your way through, pray your way through. Amen. So these Psalms offer us, amen, a unique look into the experiences of the psalmist, amen, as they write to us of their experience. A lot of the experiences basically were the things Israel were going through, amen. We know, if you know of Israel's history, they were in captivity a lot, their enemies, amen, bore dominion over them a lot because sometimes they made bad choices. They didn't trust God as they should. They were disobedient, amen. They were faithless. They didn't believe God. Even after God had showed them his hand, Amen. But and they found themselves in some rough places. Amen. Like kind of like us. We find ourselves in some rough places sometimes. Amen. Difficulties in financial areas of our lives. Difficulties in our spiritual walk. Difficulties with our families, our children. Amen. Difficulties in relationships. Amen. But we can visit the Psalms. Amen. And gain inspiration and increase our faith. And God will carry us through. Amen. So I am grateful this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord, Elder Dunn. Amen. We're glad to see you this morning. And praise the Lord, Sister Lee. Amen. We're glad to see you all this morning on the broadcast. Amen. There. Amen. Being in through our Facebook Live app. Amen. And if you're on our Facebook, amen. Amen. On my Facebook list, you can come on. And I'm, and, and I'm also broadcasting live there. Amen. But also we are broadcasting live on Google. But back to our thought, amen. We can go through a lot of difficulties, amen, but they are not for your destruction. They are there to draw you nigh to God. And amen, I'm in some difficult situations right now. Amen. We're all a part of this life. We all have situations and circumstances. Amen. But I don't believe they're for our destruction. <coughs> I don't believe that our trials are there to destroy us. They're there to show us the way to Christ. They're there to develop us, amen, to, amen, adapt, amen, and to, amen, give us the ability, amen, to look beyond the things that we go through in this life, amen, and give God the glory and the honor, offering God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and giving praise 
to the Lord. Let's go to the Psalms this morning. In the 126th division of Psalms, there are six verses. We're going to read those six verses and we're going to let God speak to us this morning. Amen. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord have done great things for, for them. The Lord have done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, and may the word of God sink deeply in our hearts. This is a song of decrees. Amen. Those that was written, no doubt, by the sons of Levi. They worshiped in the temple. We had different courses of the sons of Levi. We had the sons of Aaron that, amen, handled, amen, certain matters of the temple. We had the sons of Korah, amen, that handled the building, the construction of the temple, amen. We know that in antiquity times of Israel's history, Amen. The temple had to be taken down. Amen. And they had to be transported to different locations as they traveled from location to location, moving toward the promised land. But God had organized the worship of God's house through amen, the Levites. Then we have the sons of Asaph. Amen. They were the sons that handled amen, the songs and the praise and the worship portion of the of the tabernacle, amen, the sons of Levite, although uh, also handled, amen, the sacrifice, amen, the, the brazen altar, amen. And we know, amen, that this one, one, uh, one of the high priests, amen, of the sons of Aaron went in before the presence of God once a year, amen, to offer sacrifice and to worship God for the sins of the nation, amen. So it is these sons of, amen, Levi, the Levites, amen, that wrote in this psalm. It doesn't give what degree or who wrote it, but we know that there are songs of degrees, amen, and the, the songs, the psalms had different, amen, contributors, amen. But, amen, this psalmist writes about, amen, the turning again of the captivity of Israel. They had went into captivity so many times and Amen. They were under, amen, Babylonian captivity. They were under captivity to the Assyrians. They were under the captivity to the Philistines and other nations that God used, amen, to correct them and to bring them back to him. Amen. Our trials and our captivity serve as a reminder that God loves us. Amen. And the scripture, amen, that comes to mind is that it says, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but rather grievous. But afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness, which are exercised by those thereby. I want to turn to that because I think that that's an excellent scripture to kind of, amen, accompany our scripture today because this is where they were. They were in a, amen, they were in a bad place. But through them enduring, amen, and through the mercy of God, 
God brought deliverance. Amen. And if you wait on the Lord and be of good courage, he will strengthen thine heart. I'm going to use my tablet because it's kind of quicker for me to find the scriptures and get to them very quickly so that we don't drag along the broadcast. Amen. And it's down in the book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter. You can turn with it, turn with us if you would like. Amen. But the writer of Hebrews, amen, he writes of their experiences and he writes of God's love to them. Amen. And he writes of God's correction upon their life. Amen. And he, amen. He writes of many things that the people of God went through. And I'll have this here for you in a minute. And we'll, amen, going to, we're going to share, amen, this with you. Amen. And it says, amen, receive that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refuse him that speaketh on earth, amen, much more shall not we escape if we turn, uh, if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Amen. Just give us a moment. We're going to have this for you. Amen. Uh, yes, it's in the 11th verse of the Hebrews, the 12th, the 12th chapter of Hebrews. And it says, now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised therefore. And he offers us an exhortation. Amen. This is what we should do. Amen. When we fall in this condition, wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Amen. So, amen. The children of Israel was in captivity. God had turned their captivity. And amen. When God delivers you, amen. He, Amen. It's like a dream. Amen. You go from one place in your life to another. I don't know how it feels. Amen. For those who may have, amen, come across a great sum of money. Amen. And amen. And their situation changes from poverty. Amen. To abundance in a moment. But Israel's Amen. Captivity was amen. Change within a moment. Amen. And it was like them that dream. Amen. It said that our mouth was filled with laughter. Amen. We begin to laugh and we begin to praise God because the Lord had brought us out. He had brought us out of our captivity. He had healed our bodies. He had, amen, defeated our oppressors. Amen. Amen. And I would like to even talk about that today. Amen. I had a chance to listen to a dissertation about oppression and what part does oppression uh, take place in our lives and how do we deal with it? Because in humanity, amen, there's always, amen, something that we're going through, amen. And in each, amen, on one of our lives, we've faced oppression in some point of our lives, amen. But the psalmist, amen, he encourages us to praise him. He shows us a picture of those, amen, who were brought out of their oppression and they gave him praise. But I'm here today to tell you that you don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout now. You can rejoice now because, amen, whatever thing that we're going through, amen, God has already orchestrated your deliverance. Amen. I, I love when I think about what God spoke into Abraham's life when he was yet 
in, amen, the desert, amen, and when God took him to the place of the promised land and he told them, he told Abraham that your descendants are going to be under slavery, they're going to be in captivity, they're going to be under oppression for 400 years, but afterwards I'm going to bring them out. I'm here to let you know that God has a way that he will bring you out before you go in. It's never intended for what you are going through to destroy you. It's never intended for what you're going through, amen, to depress you and to bring you down. But what it is is to show you how to praise him through your difficulty. It is to purge you from your unrighteousness. And it is to show you the love and the mercy of God. Amen. What a feeling the children of Israel must have felt when God had ended their captivity, when he had brought them out of darkness, when he had brought them out of gloom and out of a sad situation, and he brought them into the liberty that they had already promised to them from the beginning. He said, if you obey me and do all that I command you to do, he said, I will make you the head and not the tail. I'll place you above and not beneath. I will make your enemies to bow down before you. This is the heritage that God had placed upon the people of God. Amen. He promises us victory if we hold our peace, if we serve him from out of our hearts. God is able to make us the head. He said, you'll be above only and not beneath. And those who are the children of the late apostle, chief apostle, William Lee Bonner, we are, amen, readily reminded of this scripture because it was often preached and taught to us that if we would, amen, hearken unto the voice of the Lord our God and obey all that he commands us to obey, that he would make us the head and not the tail. These promises don't come upon us unless we, amen, take heed to the former. We've got to hearken to what he says and obey him. And amen, if you do that, you'll not be short of the victory. Amen, that will be on your life through the promise of God. But in our maturation process, as we mature in our walk with God, we learn how to amen serve him we learn how to fear him we learn how to follow him and we learn that he will deliver on time he loves us enough not to let us get away with it so when we come short of his glory when we come short of his righteousness if we dwell in that place amen for a long time because of the love of God he will chasten us amen and if we don't and we don't, amen, hear his chastening. He will allow certain things to come upon us, but it's only to get us back to where we are supposed to be. So, amen, the children of Israel had gone through their time of oppression, and God, through his infinite mercy, said it's time to release them. Amen, I can tell you, you can be in a situation for so long, amen, that when God 
God brings you out, amen, you'll begin to rejoice. You'll begin to praise him because the thing that you dreamed of has come to pass. The liberty that you know you deserve because you are the people of God. You are his children. Amen. It will come to pass in your life. Oh, how sweet the victory is when it finally resonates and shows himself on our behalf. Here in the Amen Psalms, it says, Our tongue was filled with singing. Then sat they among the heathens. Even the heathens, even those who didn't believe God, they saw the favor of God. And I'm here to, amen, testify to you that, amen, sometimes God will bless you so much that those who don't even believe in your God, those who don't serve God, will see the blessing. They will notice how God delivered you and how he brought you out of darkness. He brought you out of that terrible place. Amen. And they'll begin to notice and say how wonderful is the God that they serve. That he's brought them out of their oppression. Amen. He's picked them up. He's turned them around. Amen. He's turned their situation. How many of y'all know? How many of y'all experience when God turned your situation around? Whether they've been financially or physically with your health or mentally in your mind. Amen. I had an opportunity to tell someone this week there's a thin line between sanity and insanity because of the things that we go through and the, the oppressions and the things that the enemy oppresses our minds. It'll almost drive you crazy because sometimes we're experiencing things that we don't even know why we're going through them. And we have to kind of collect our thoughts and find out how to get to God through all of this. But I'm here to tell you today, amen, that God with a strong hand, he will deliver on time. He will set free on time. He will make a way for you. Just hold on to God. Amen. And do his will. Wait upon the Lord and be of good courage because God will strengthen our hearts. Amen. The final admonishment is, amen, that amen, we ought to wait on God. Even when we're in difficult circumstances, I don't care who you are. I don't care for what walk of life you are from. You're going to experience some difficulties. You're going to experience some things that are going to happen in your life. And it's not because God ain't good. It's just because of life. It's just because of the sinful situation that we are dealing with in life. But here the psalmist lets us see what we ought to do when God brings us out. When God delivers us. When God works on our behalf. He says amen that they amen begin to give God the praise. They begin to sing songs of deliverance and they declare to everyone herein the second verse, the latter portion of the second verse, it said, the Lord have done great things for us. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord have done great 
things for us. Whereof we are glad. Whereof we are rejoicing. You wonder why we clap our hands and run all over the church and dance before God. And amen. We shout and we praise God. We sing songs of deliverance. Because we are glad about what God has done for us in our lives. Amen. We are glad of the move of God upon our lives. We're glad that God has favored us and brought us out. We're glad that God has brought an end to our dilemma and our situation. And we're just rejoicing. I'm here to tell you that praise is a proper response to the blessings of God that are on your life. Don't be receiving the blessings and don't give God no praise. You ought to clap your hands and rejoice. The church house ought to be the loudest place on the planet because God is moving. He's delivering. He's making a way. He's setting us free. And for this, our mouths ought to be filled with praise. Every time we come into the temple, the psalmist wrote, amen, he said we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise. We ought to be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. Why are we praising God? We are praising God because we are the recipients of his grace. We don't deserve it. We haven't lived so good that God has got to bless us anyhow. But we praise him because he looks beyond our faults and he sees our need. He looks beyond our humanity, the mistakes we make, the fumbles and the bumbles that we make along the way because he looks beyond the outward appearance of man and he sees our heart. God knows when he has your heart. Even as he did David, David made a lot of mistakes in his life and God saw his heart and God exclaimed in scripture and said, I, amen, have, amen, amen, see my David, a man that is after mine own heart. Therefore, I'll bless him. I will be his God. I will be his deliverer. I will be his way maker. I will set him free from every situation he's in. And I'm here to tell you, if you hang in there with God, keep your integrity. Don't become discouraged because difficulties are on your life. There are various reasons why we go through difficulty. And all the time it ain't because we've done something wrong. But God has an intricate part in the life of the believer. He wants to get us from one place to the other. He wants to move us. Amen. Sometimes we get complacent. Where we are, we get used to being blessed. We get used to money being in the bank. We get used to the bills being paid on time. We get used to there being peace. Amen. In the valley. Amen. But sometimes God will allow trouble to come. Amen. To push a praise out of you. Amen. Because God at every 
interrupt in your life. He's worthy of the praise. He's not just worthy when you're getting your blessing, but he's worthy when you're going through. He's worthy all the time. And I would like to dare to say that the Israel woke up in their captivity. What brought them there and how they got there, the scripture doesn't tell us. But I believe they begin to praise God. I believe they begin to obey God. I believe they begin to trust God. And God begin to turn their captivity. I'm here to amen and encourage you today that if you're in that place, you're in a place of oppression. You don't see your way out. You don't know how you're going to get from there, where you are, to where God has for you to be. Just begin to praise him out of your heart. Just begin to lift up your eyes to the hills from which come of your help. Because I know that, amen, all of my help. I don't know what you know, but I know that all of my help, it comes from God. And I believe that if I praise him, and I believe that I stay in his word and I obey his word. He will turn my captivity. He'll turn it around for me. He'll fix it for me. He will strengthen me. He will deliver me and he'll make it all right. Do I have a witness in the house? Do I have a witness in the house? Amen. If God has done something for you, you ought to give God the praise. The psalmist goes on the right. He says, who have not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snares of the fowler. Amen. My God, he has brought us out. Amen. The Bible said, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I'm here to tell you that when you are bearing that precious seed, amen, let's go up to the amen, hallelujah, through the next verse. It says, he that goeth forth weepeth. He's bearing precious seeds. So in your tears and your crying and in your difficulty, you are bearing precious seed because he sees your tears. He sees what you're going through. He sees, amen, the enemy oppressing you. Amen. And when you're going through, we know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I want to encourage and remind somebody. Amen. That what you're going through, that joy is coming in the morning. It's coming. It's around the corner. Just wait on God and be faithful to him. Don't give up. Don't be faithless. Don't be unbelieving. But hold to God's unchanging hands. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. For the King of glory, he's about to come in. My God, I can feel my help this morning. I can feel the move of God. Hallelujah upon my soul that if I wait on him, he's going to make it all right. Come on and put your hands together for a moment and let's give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised this morning. So I want to encourage you this morning, amen, to lift up your heads. Don't let your situation dictate your praise. Don't let what you're going through dictate your praise. If you're wrong, if you're not in the right place with God, just repent. He'll forgive you. The Bible said we have, amen, an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, 
the righteous. Amen. And like I said before, sometimes, amen, our difficulty comes because we may not be hearing him like he wants us. And he wants to get us out of that situation that we're in. Amen. Just lift up your hands and give God praise and know that he's able. It's the same God that allowed you to go in. The same God will bring you out. I'm a living witness. I've been there before. You've been there before. The situation doesn't change. If we hearken unto the voice of God, if we do his will, he will turn your captivity. He'll turn you around. He'll place your feet on higher ground. He'll give you victory on every front, on every hand. And whatever you're going through, God Amen. God is going to fix it and he's going to make a way for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Elder Palmer. Amen. Good to see you. Amen. Hallelujah. Good to see you, Wayne Jr. Amen. Thank God for you, Curtis. Thank God that you're able to join in. Amen. And get this word that God has for our life. Our last verse of this same scripture, the latter portion of the scripture says, Amen. He that goeth forth and weepeth. Amen. Bearing precious seeds. There's something precious in our tears. There's something precious. Amen. When we're going through, God is trying to purge you. And God is trying to let you know that there's a value, amen, in your tears. You ain't crying for nothing. Amen. Because God loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean that we ain't going to never go through anything. Amen. But he'll be right there. Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you all the way, even to the end of the world. And in the latter portion of the verse, it says, Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. The word of God promises us deliverance. He promises us increase. If we would hold fast and hold faithful to the process, God will make sure that we'll come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves with you. The sheaves represent, amen, the wheat, the increase of antiquity. The people of God counted an increase. It was a trade. It was something that they used to trade, to get money, substance, to live by. Amen. The croppers, amen, those that harvested the fields. When they hey, may received a good crop, they came in rejoicing and they brought in the sheaves of wheat. Amen. Wheat that was good, that was able to be sold. Amen. And amen. God is saying through the Holy Ghost that, amen, if you hold on, you're going to come in rejoicing. Amen. Because the Bible says the end of our faith is the salvation of our soul. We'll come in rejoicing. Amen. Bringing in the blessings of God. It's God's will for our life that he blesses us. Amen. God wants to bless you. The Bible said no good thing will he withhold from him that walketh uprightly. Amen. God is not going to hold no good thing from you. Don't think that God don't want to bless you. Don't let the devil put that in your mind that you're going through so much that God doesn't love you anymore. He doesn't want you anymore. He's finished with you. He ain't going to bless you no more. But honey, God is just getting started with blessing your life if you hear his voice, if you hear what God is trying to say, God is speaking all the time. Folks just ain't listening. 
Amen. God is talking. Amen. I used to love to hear my mother sing that song as she walked around in the kitchen. He said, Amen. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. <laughs> we need never to forget that we are God's property. We are his people. Uh, we are the sheep of his pasture. Uh, amen. God has purchased us uh, even to those, amen, uh, who have not come to the place uh, of surrendering their lives to God. Uh, it's not his will that you should perish. Uh, but that you should have eternal life. You remember, everybody knows John 3, 16, God so loved the world. He didn't say the righteous world or the wicked world. He said the world. God so loved the world, his creation, his people. Amen. That he gave his only begotten son when we fell into the condition of sin, being separated from God because we found ourselves in a bad place. Amen. Sin will put you in a bad place with God. It will sever the relationship, but God still loves you. He just can't be associated with sin. Amen. But he sent his son, Jesus, Jesus Christ uh, to pay the price, uh, not for sins that he committed, uh, but sins that we committed. Uh, amen. He paid the price that we might be saved. Uh, he paid the price on the cross. Uh, amen. He took those, amen, lashes across his back, those stakes in his hand and feet, and he hung there in the heat of the day, uh, not for sins that he committed. But for sin, for the sins of humanity, it is God's ultimate interest to redeem you back to Him. So you can't fall so far that God can't save you, that God can't deliver you, that He can't reconcile you. That's what reconcile or reconciliation means to buy back. God wants to buy buy you back. The devil may have a hold on your life. But God, he ain't got a grip on you so hard that God can't loose it. That God can't loose the grip of the enemy. Loose the grip of your oppression. Loose the grip of your situation, your sickness. Amen. God is able to, amen, loose the grip and to set you free. Amen. If you want to be free, you can be free today. You don't have to be bound. You don't have to be where you are. You can be set free by the power of the living God. We live in sin by choice. It's not by force. It's a choice that we make. In Amen, the teaching of dispensational great of uh, uh, dispensation, it has Amen a portion, Amen that was open to us. That Amen, no doubt we all wish would have never been opened. It's the Pandora box of humanity. And that is, amen, the dispensation of conscience. Amen. After man had fell in the garden, he knew what sin was. Before that, he didn't even know what sin was. He didn't even know if there was sin because he was innocent. He had no sin. And God wanted to guard him from the knowledge of evil and the temptation that goes along with it. 
Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of times we just know too much. <laughs> We're not able to handle what we know. <laughs> We're not able to handle, <laughs> amen, the knowledge that we have. Amen. But amen. When consciousness opened up, amen, man began to have a consciousness of good and evil. Amen. But he was in no spiritual condition to handle it because he fell from the grace of God. Amen. The relationship was severed. Amen. For those of you who are Bible scholars, they were put out of the garden. And there were flaming swords put in the garden so that he wouldn't go back into the garden and live forever in the state of sin. Amen. We left eternity with God. Amen. To live in a temporal and a tangible world whereby we have to face death because of the, it is the consequence of sin. Romans 6 and 28 says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. And even in all of this, God stretched out his hands. And with his arms, he brought salvation. And he brought it back to us. He made it available for us so that we just don't have to die in sin. If you die in sin, it's by choice. It's a decision that you made. Amen. Somewhere down the line, you turned down the offer of Jesus Christ. You, amen, accepted the grace. You accepted, amen, your will and your way. Amen. And the Bible says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. But in Christ, we don't have to die no more. We don't have to die in sin no more. We can live to God. We can experience. Amen. It brought back to my mind this song we were singing church. Amen. And the song would say, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All the day long, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. And there was a line in that song that I wanted to bring that led me to that song. And it said, oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. We can live in this life and have a foretaste of that which is to come. And you know how we do that? We do that through kingdom living. Amen. Jesus brought the kingdom. The kingdom is here because the church is here. The church is the body of Christ. And we can enjoy, amen, foretastes of amen, eternal bliss while we are here on this tangible, temporary earth. Everything we experience here is tangible, temporary. It only is going to last for a little while. Amen. But God promises us eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so glad for this message today, this song with decrees. It spake volumes to my soul and let me know that weeping may endure for a night, 
but my joy is coming. My friends, I'm going to tell you that your joy is coming. If you hold on to God, your joy is coming in the morning. Amen. Even if our joy has to come through death, joy is coming in the morning. Somebody's morning is going to be today. Somebody's going to be delivered today. Somebody's going to be brought out today. Somebody's going to be made whole today. Hallelujah. I can feel it down in my sanctified soul. Somebody's going to be delivered today. Hallelujah. I don't know what your captivity, what your oppression is, but God put it in my spirit. Somebody's going to be set free today. Amen. And if God makes it happen in your life, you need to make it to the house of God. Amen. As Jesus said, go to the priest and offer the sacrifice. Amen. That the law requires for your deliverance. Amen. It was those, amen, lepers who was cleansed. They had to go to the priest. And once the priest inspected them and, amen, assured them that all the leprosy was gone, they could be reunited, amen, with the people of God, amen. And they could, amen, enjoy, amen, hallelujah, the fellowship with the saints. And, amen, they could rejoice and praise God because that plague of leprosy was lifted off of their life. Amen. Hallelujah. And they came rejoicing. They offered to God, amen, a pigeon or a turtle dove. Amen. The sacrifice. Amen. The type and figure of the sacrifice we give today. The sacrifice that we give today is praise. That's all that those sacrifices represented. Amen. First, it represented the blood that was able to offer remission for sin. And it also offered them an opportunity to rejoice and to praise God for his deliverance. We are glad to be here today, and we're hoping that something was said that will encourage you, amen, to be saved in a day and in a time like this. Amen. We need Jesus. Amen. Amen. We need Jesus. Thank God for you, Mike. Amen. Coming in on the broadcast. Amen. As my brother-in-law. Thank God for you. We love you. Amen. Praying God's blessings on your life. Amen. Because God is good. Amen. And I thank God for each and every one of you that have tuned into the broadcast today. I hope that something was said that will bring a word of deliverance into your life. Amen. Praise God, Brother Davis. Brother Mike Davis, glad to have you with us. Amen. And Sister Lottie. Amen. We thank God for you being with us. Amen. On the broadcast today. We hope that something was said that will bring, amen, deliverance into your lives. Amen. Because we are the people of God. Amen. We are, amen, God's people. And God wants to do a new thing in our lives. He wants to show us how to make it through these difficult times. Amen. Because God is going to turn somebody's situation today. I haven't forgotten. Amen. I want you to testify. We'll give time on the next week, amen, to, amen, give you an opportunity, amen, to, amen, testify the goodness of God. Also, if you would like to support this broadcast, amen, you can, amen, send your donations via Cash App, amen, to my name, Thurman Gorman, amen, and you'll have, amen, the money signal right before my name. You just pull up my name. And you can send your donation there that would help us with the broadcast and help us, amen, to stay on the air and help us to do greater things, amen. So, amen, we're rejoicing in the opportunities and the doors that God is opening for us.
and we're looking, amen, to begin our mission here pretty soon, amen, open the doors of the house of God, amen, and preach his word. It is our goal, our desire, amen, that, amen, we will be able to glorify the name of the Lord. God bless you with our prayer, amen, we'll give you more details about, amen, what we're planning to do. Amen. On our next broadcast, amen. Again, if you'd like to send donations to help us, amen, help defray the cost, amen, of the broadcast. It will help us to put monies other other places to do more for the Lord. Amen. You may go, amen, to the Cash App if you have it, amen, and send your donations to, amen, uh, uh, the uh, my cash tag, cash tag name is my name, Thurman Gorman. Amen, with, amen, the money signal on in front of the T, the first letter of my name. Amen, and amen, you can send your donations there. We'll greatly appreciate them. And amen, guarantee you that those funds will be used for ministry purposes. Amen, to advance and forward the kingdom work of God. Amen, God bless you is our prayer. And we'll have more details for you next Saturday. I just didn't have time to do them today. God bless you in the name of the Lord.